Today, tomorrow, forever. Hey, heels and heaters. It's your good friends, the Nuclear Heat Podcast, bringing you all the professional wrestling information that you can handle every week. Do you think we never give them something they can't handle? I think the 4th of July special might have been a little too much for some people to handle. I disagree. This was a a wonderful show. Mm -hmm. It was a spirited and lively discussion. Agreed. Hey, I could handle it. Enjoyed by all. I listened to it ten times that week. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Almost as many times as I watch Miz and Mrs. Oh, yeah. I watch Miz and Mrs. 25 hours of content (laughs) ten times our two-and-a-half-hour WWE podcast. Miz and Mrs., third episode, another one just hit right out of the park. Love them all. Watched them four or five times each. After this, I'm going to watch them all again. Binge them. I can't wait for the next episode. All right, heels and heaters. It's zeros. Rob Goodman. <laughs> Constable Cass. Mike. Just Mike. Just Mike. Reverend Mike. Reverend Mike. I'm a person. <laughs> Good Reverend Michael. I mean, we're all ordained here, but we I are guess all I'm going to own it. You should start wearing the collar and turn it into your wrestling persona. <laughs> Sleeves cut off. all. Yeah, sleeveless hoodie, obviously, <laughs> with a collar that goes around. To all the local indie wrestling shows. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. All right. Did, everybody, did anybody do anything good this week? So, this week, um, I had some beers. Nice. Worked on the podcast. Nice. And I watched some New Japan Pro Wrestling. Excellent. Uh, what? Which uh, New Japan show did you watch? Well, it was from earlier this year. <laughs> it was Wrestle Kingdom 12. Oh, I can remember. <laughs> Old <laughs> New Japan. <laughs> what did you think? I really liked it. I might have. It was very late and I fell asleep a little bit during the Jericho fight. But I call most of it. Yeah. But everything else was great. It was really fun. And you caught the Fozzy halftime show? Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. love Fozzy. I've been to every concert. I'm going on the cruise. I know you guys aren't going. I'll miss you. I guess you say. Waka waka, the Fozzy cruise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really just going to meet Kermit. That's just all. <laughs> and you might be in for a disappointment. But we'll what? get back to that. <laughs> so, speaking of indie wrestling. Indie wrestling. Um, they announced the pay-per-view for All In on September 1st. Oh, and very exciting. Very exciting. And speaking of New Japan Pro Wrestling, you'll see a bunch of New Japan stars at the All In pay-per-view. And we're going to have two episodes for it. Two special mini-sodes. We're going to take bets, you know, our NHP style, and then we're going to have a wrap-up show. And they'll come out in... Two weeks, three weeks, whatever that show is. Awesome. However awesome. far away it is, I can't... It's coming soon. It's September 1st, I know that. Yeah. We'll be placing bets, we'll be doing the only gambling allowed in Utah, which mm-hmm. is Russian roulette. Yep. And we'll see how that goes. Yep. In other indie wrestling news, I think we're going to go check out uh, CZW this oh, weekend. Yeah. The Combat Zone, so that ought to be fun. And we have tickets for another indie show coming up. Uh, coming up? 
Uh, October 5th, a little bit ways away, but anybody in the Philadelphia area, the Chamonix Creek Brewing is having the October Slam Fest. It will pit in the Chamonix Creek against 2SP Brewing, uh, two wrestling squads going against each other to see which brewery reigns supreme. Uh, with uh, some of your favorite stars of uh, WrestlePro. Yeah, so WrestlePro. That'll be exciting. So that's... Lots Two of live indie things, and then a, a, a pay-per-view. We're going to watch a, a lot of indie wrestling Really us. branching out for NHP. We usually just do WWE, but come on. We're scouting. We're Every, scouting some new prospects. Everyone's sick at WWE. With, with the two of you having the direct line to Triple H and Stephanie. Hey, I was texting Triple H all throughout Raw, and he was like, dude... Look, it's out of my hands. You gotta really talk to Vince. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, even he would not take responsibility for that show. That is interesting. So, but then he said, "Hey, maybe check out SmackDown, though." So <laughs> <laughs> we did. <laughs> so why don't we uh, move along and talk about <laughs> talk about Raw? What do you think? Yeah, let's hop right in there. All right. Uh, our first match was uh, the Constable's favorite. Roman Reigns, everyone's favorite. <laughs> everyone's favorite. You can hear it in the crowd. Just they rain love down oh. on oh. Roman Reigns. Oh. Get out of here, Corey Graves. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, versus uh, Baron Corbin. Sandra, I know you like Baron One Corbin. One of my favorites. Love Baron Corbin. He's been doing such great work since they've made him the constable, and I actually forgot like how good he could be because before that they had him against some garbage people and yeah the very bad hair which was not yeah, the bad hair the bad gear that i hated i still hate his music but come on maybe they'll let him step it up get something new something more appropriate for a constable but he looked great i mean they gave it to roman because it was the all roman Reigns show Little tiny Finn Balor had to interrupt, stick his nose in where it doesn't belong. Yeah, got Turn in the heel, maybe? The beatdown on that, the constable after the match. Uncalled for. He's absolutely punching down. He's kicking a man while he's down. Yeah. He's, isn't he supposed to be a good guy? He is supposed to be the face. Yeah, explain this to me, Robert. Please. I think you guys have covered it. Oh, okay. So yeah. you, you don't have input from a long no time. No excuses for your, one of your favorites? Mm. No, honestly, I I actually agree with you guys. That is not appropriate for a face, and it's part of the problem with WWE is that they have everybody acting as a tweener, so there's no real incentive to boo the heels and cheer the faces when everybody uses both heel and face tactics. I, I totally agree with you. Faces shouldn't attack anyone when they're down. Now, when you say you know, they've ever been being a tweener, do you mean like in between? Like 19, oh, I think like a 19, face and a heel. Now, who's like you know between yeah. adolescents and we and love you, Roman Reigns. <laughs> no, I did not mean that. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Just checking. Uh, we'll move on to another another of the constable's favorites. Uh, Two. Two of the constable's favorites. The constable definitely loves Bobby Roode, the glorious one. Uh, you forgot his full title. 
Christian magician Bobby Roode, the glorious one. And give him a little respect. And the constable's other favorite, Mojo Rowling. Mojo Jojo. He's no longer all about the hype. He's just about vicious victories. Unfortunately for Mojo Jojo, uh, Bobby had the victory today. I I wanted to talk about this match because this is really odd booking. I personally do like Bobby Roode and am glad to see him win, but it's really odd that after, you know, three or four weeks of Mojo winning every match, and I I can't remember Bobby winning a match since he lost the United States title months ago, why this week Mojo lost to Bobby doesn't really make sense to me. If they're building Mojo up, to be something more than he is, which I don't think is a great idea. I don't like him. I'd rather he not be on my TV. But if they're building him, why have him lose to somebody that hasn't won in months? Maybe it's a play on how he wouldn't have a rematch with anybody he beat, and maybe now he'll demand a rematch with Bobby Roode. I think they would have had to hire a new set of writers <laughs> since since previous episodes, but if you are correct and your fantasy booking comes true, that would be great. Or that is very deep logic well, for WWE. Look, it's hard for us. We're really smart. We don't, <laughs> we're not on the same level as those dumb, dumb writers over at WWE who can't write a coherent storyline we're really smart. We know how these stories should play out. And so we can't get into that mindset. That's why it's so hard for us to understand a ridiculous match like this. Maybe Bobby Roode was just the better wrestler. And this, like, it turns out wrestling's real. Oh, shit. It was real the whole time? It was real the whole time. Oh, man. That is some fourth dimensional chess right there. <laughs> For decades, they said it was real. They're getting in trouble with Hogan and steroids, so they say it's fake. Only to 25 years later reveal that it's real Does that in a throwaway match on a random Raw three weeks before the pay-per-view. That is four-dimensional chess transitioning to three-dimensional checkers once you get queened. And that makes all the magic real, too, right? With the Undertaker and... Yes, if the lights go off yeah. and someone appears in the ring... The Deleters and the Bellas, all real magic. <laughs> if you get choked and slammed... the Iconics. The Iconics, they are magical. If you get choke slammed and the, a hole appears in the ring, you actually are thrown down to hell. If you crawl under the ring, you do end up in the land of munchkins... Where uh, Finn Balor lives. Yeah. What was <laughs> what was the actual little person's Hornswoggle. name? Hornswoggle. Ah, Hornswoggle has a people's court run what? entirely by little people who don't speak English for some reason. They speak in grunts. Hornswoggle. I don't know if you know this. Little Finn Balor's twin brother. He started he goes wrestling by way. Swa- Swoggle now. So. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They own. They own the horn part. Uh, but they uh, forgot to trademark. Yeah, he swoggle. got neutered. He's not allowed to be horny mm-hmm. anymore. All right. Th- this has been wonderful. But <laughs> <laughs> up next, a, a real favorite of the constable. Oh yeah. Elias is out. My boy Elias, looking great, sounding great, 
Filming a new doc. You watched the documentary. I watched the documentary. I love the documentary. I watched it like three or four times. I couldn't get enough of it. It's funny. It's not like WWE at all. Every yeah, honestly, like they gave him, it was entertaining. Yeah, they just yeah. gave him free reign to do whatever he wanted, and he came back with pure gold. I encourage everybody listening to go watch it on the network. It only costs you $10 for the stupid network, and then you get all the pay-per-views as well. And you can watch and, the Elias stock, and then cancel if you want. Just watch the Elias stock. And since they really don't put much effort into getting this over, SummerSlam can be free for new viewers to the network. If new subscribers, <laughs> new subscribers, free SummerSlam first month free, which means free SummerSlam. If you haven't ordered before, or if you have more than one email address, free SummerSlam. Free Walk with Elias, the documentary. Oh, it, it's not even based on credit card. It's based on email address. I can't guarantee you that it will work, but it's worth find a out. shot. Find out. Yeah. Go ahead. If you want to watch it live. Otherwise, just pirate it. Oh, my I God. personally... Just download it illegally. You know I pay extra. I pay for the pay-per-views. I pay for the network. I pay for the network on multiple platforms. I love giving my money away to WWE. I watched the documentary on uh, multiple TVs and multiple boxes, up those ratings. I watched it on my phone, the computer. I watched so it at work. So after Elias uh, came out to do his song, he was violently attacked by, by one Lashley. Bobby Lashley. So are you looking forward to this feud continuing? Are you looking forward to their probable SummerSlam match? I am hoping for a SummerSlam match because it's been a little while since we've seen Elias in the ring. Probably the last time was a pay-per-view. I can't I remember which it's one. Been WrestleMania, a while. maybe? No, I or think the there was after. something after that, yeah. but I can't really remember. But it's, it's been, been a while. long time since we've seen him wrestle. Yeah, he's, he's gotten in a couple fights in the ring. It doesn't really count. Um, and I, Muscles, he's fine. He's not the worst. He's not the best. He's just kind of there. He's so, had two two pretty bad feuds right here, but yeah. maybe he could turn it around with Elias. I it does. It is coming off way better than his previous feud um, with Sami Zayn uh, and the feud before that with or the feud after that with Roman. Yeah, which were both just awesome. garbage. Right. Someone that we like a lot, Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. Someone that we are not as fond of. Roman Reigns, Bobby has had bad feuds with both. Although, uh, the, it's not the wrestling. The wrestling is fine. It's and one time, I saw Muscles Lashley do a Green Beret obstacle course in seconds. Way faster than any Green Beret has ever done it. So he's got the power and strength behind him. And he's got all those giant muscles. He can do that vertical suplex and give people a vertigo. He's very dangerous. What? He's just boring. So speaking... Also, also, I think the official stance on the show is that Green Berets are pussies. Yeah, I mean, WWE, I not heard behind Rob say that a couple the times. military at all. Yeah. yeah. So, Never thank them for their service. NHP, 100% support everybody. We try, but yeah. you have someone over here. The leader of NHP, I, I'm not so sure. Kneels for the anthem. Mm. So, speaking of power and strength, up next, <laughs> we had Razar of the Authors of Pain versus Titus of Titus Worldwide. Um, worldwide? Worldwide. Who was out with uh, 
Dana Apollo Brooks Creed and, and Apollo Creed. <laughs> Every week. Every week. Gotcha. Failing left and right. Uh, I, 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 this was a very quick match. It was probably less than three minutes. And Laser wins. Yeah, Razor won, but he looked really bad in the ring this week. He looked like... He's been on that Samoa Joe training program. Mm. <laughs> so, Sit in the sauna, eat Cheetos. Yeah, a, a lot of <laughs> stool sitting. Yeah, yeah. A lot of Cheetos. A lot of big gulps. Mm. Just... <laughs> and then like three or four sit-ups at the end of the day. I mean, it really <laughs> gets you right in shape. Uh-huh. But so, sit-ups is like trying to get out of the chair, like yeah. rocking yourself back and forth a few times. So I wasn't really uh, talking about uh, the looks of Razor. I really meant oh, that yeah. the wrestling looked sloppy. Yeah, we were Although, you know, he's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Although he's not, you know, the fittest specimen, I wouldn't say. He's consistent. He's consistently not the fittest specimen. Well, but also the wrestling itself looks sloppy. He also wears... Like, a vest that's full of bombs, and they've got to be pretty heavy. Like, those canisters, maybe they could take those off. Maybe it'll make them a little bit quicker. That could have been the problem. Yeah. That could they're just filled with ice in case his blood sugar drops. Mm-hmm. Squeeze a little in there. Maybe, like, a, a little bit of that squeeze cheese in one. <laughs> Up next, we had actual favorite of just the podcast. Just Cheetos in a pocket. <laughs> Actual, actual favorite of the podcast, Kevin Owens returned with a brand new episode of the Kevin Owens Show. Speaking of portly people. <laughs> hey, Kevin Owens is 180 pounds, lean cut Canadian bacon. He looks amazing. Yeah, what's, what's the other 40 pounds? That is all for show. He puts that on. So that there will be a big reveal where he shows everyone how fit he is. And then, what's the other 45 pounds? <laughs> That's Sami Zayn. He sneaks him <laughs> in on injury. <laughs> That's Hornswoggle. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So the, the Kevin Owens show, Kevin was in, interviewing uh, Constable Cass's favorite, Jinder Mahal and Sunil Singh, her guru. Guru Jinder Mahal. Was really helped me find a lot of inner peace. And Kevin Owens, that's the same thing. Uh, we've really been doing a lot of mantras, calming down a lot. We're not on the edge as much. Well, that's and good. And you can definitely see it in Kevin Owens. That's good. It's very good to, you know, find some inner peace mm-hmm. and hang out with Sunil Singh, I yeah, guess. Yes, who's awesome. Yeah. Well, Mike, if you don't, don't agree, you'll be glad to know. That Braun Strowman lifted the set and flipped over all three men and the entire set. I saw. He is like a monster among men. I'm, a monster under a stage. Yeah. Or, you know, sometimes he goes yeah. to PNC <laughs> and he's a monster in the back. <laughs> wah, wah. Oh, well. My joke. You know, Were you setting up a joke? I. I <laughs> You know. Hmm. You can do a get these hands joke. Go ahead. But I don't have one. (laughs) 
Anyway, uh, uh, Braun's violent attack on the Kevin Owens show led us to a Jinder Mahal-Braun Strowman match where Braun eventually winds up hitting Jinder with the Money in the Bank briefcase, mm-hmm. resulting in a yeah. disqualification. The announcer said it was an accident, but it was definitely on purpose. <laughs> hitting poor Jinder, ruining Kevin Owens' show. This monster has got to go. WWE has to get control of him. Do something about him. Stephanie refuses to do anything. Poor Kevin Owens, every week, is assaulted. And I can't wait for the pay-per-view where Kevin Owens wins and gets that Money in the Bank briefcase and becomes the champ. So they, they, for the first time, they knocked down the size of the ladder that Kevin Owens was thrown from. Yeah, it used to be 1,000 feet, and what did they say, <laughs> they 60? 20. They said they 20. 20? Yeah, Kevin Owens said he threw me 20 feet off a ladder. Maybe, like, um, the sensor board or whoever monitors these things was like, Department you guys, Lights and Measures. Yeah, yeah you guys got to stop lying. Yeah. We, we all saw it. Yeah. What I saw was 3,000 feet, though. Right. 3,000? Yeah. It was from the top of the stadium all the way down through the announce table, through the bottom. One mile up. Yeah. I saw uh, Air Force One flying by them. Yeah. I, it stood out because, remember, Rob saluted. <laughs> right at Air Force One. Right at Air Force One. Mm-hmm. It's stood weird. Up. He kneels for the flag. Mm-hmm. He kneels for the anthem, but he salutes the plane. The plane. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Well, it's a really cool plane. It is. Plus, Jackie O picked the colors of Air Force One, so while they're still light blue and haven't been transitioned to red, white, and blue, I'm going to salute it every time. Yeah. I might start kneeling once it's red, white, and blue, (laughs) but for now. Yeah. That's an interesting factoid you had just kind of packed away there. We Jackie O picked the colors. At the Nuclear Deep I think everyone knows that. Oh, I, that is common knowledge. I, I have no idea like if that's I, common knowledge. Like I said earlier, we're all very smart. We've all got a lot of facts tracked up in our heads. Waiting to be thrown out we there. Little nuggets. finally have an audience that will listen to everything we have to say. Captive. Mm-hmm. All right. People who can't just turn off the podcast oh, and no. unsubscribe. Those... Fucking loser. Not to say if you never do that, I'll hunt you down and kill you, but I will hunt you down and kill you. Heels and heaters, we don't think that you're dummies or losers, <laughs> and no one is going to kill you. Thank you for listening. Check out the social medias. Okay, up next. <laughs> Give us money. <laughs> we had Cassandra's favorite, Seth Rollins, oh, versus yeah. those two little losers. Get Dolph and Drew McIntyre. You know who my faves are. I say it every week. They're the only reason to watch Raw. Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. There are very few reasons to watch Raw. These are the these two are the only reason to watch. I mean, and Seth Rollins more than podcast. that. They're the because best you're the doing a wrestling podcast, <laughs> that's one reason to watch I mean, Raw. One hundred percent. Why? Yeah, I guess. But I mean, you might you might choose to watch SmackDown. You might choose to watch NXT. You might choose to watch New Japan Pro Wrestling. But Raw, Raw is, is yeah, <laughs> that's is true. For is for the podcast. We're doing it for the people. We're doing it so you we don't watch have to this, watch. so yeah. you don't. Have you to guys do. don't watch Raw. Just listen to our wrap up and then watch SmackDown. Listen to that and everything else. Listen to. Um, so we'll talk a little later about how this match kind of got set up, but this had a really screwy ending. In that, even though it was already a handicap match, and you know, 
Seth doesn't really need that much storyline protection. They still made a big deal out of how Doff had never tagged in, so he wasn't the legal man when he pinned Seth. And I don't really understand why. Well, Hopefully they'll pick that storyline up. It's obviously a setup for next week. Well, at least hopefully. I mean, they wouldn't have said it so loudly and yeah. repeatedly unless it and was. And shown a replay. And shown a replay. Yeah, you can hear Vince screaming into their earpiece. Yeah. Bring it up! Yeah. Well, anyway. So, they'll probably have Roman Reigns next week for a rematch. That's oh, you think so? Well, they've got to shoehorn him in somewhere. I'm, I'm thinking, I guy. was thinking that that is actually for, um, not for Roman Reigns next week. I think it's for SummerSlam for uh, Dean Ambrose. So you think there won't be a match next week? Because my I think there might be a match in this storyline, but I think that what that What I originally thought was Dean that Ambrose. it would be for Dean Ambrose, but then I realized we have another week before mm. the pay-per-view. So it would have made more sense to do it next week with the illegal tag thing and then yeah. he demands a rematch and he'll pick a partner at the pay-per-view like they like to do. Yeah. So having a week in between doesn't really make a lot of sense. But maybe I they'll we'll just see. have them not on or just a talking it's segment. Just be an off week. Yeah. yeah, just a in-ring nonsense. I mean, they've been using uh, enhancement talent a lot more recently, mm-hmm. which is actually something I'm a little bit excited for yeah. because it frees us up from having the same match over and over again. So maybe next week, uh, Dolph and Drew can squash some enhancement talent. Someday, when they come to Philly, you never know if your three favorite podcasters might be the enhancement talent. I don't know. I'm not going to say who we're going to go against, but maybe friend of the podcast, James Ellsworth. Mm. Maybe New Day. There are three of them. Yeah. I don't know who else has three on their team. Oh, Sanity. Yeah. We do have a feud going with Sanity right now, so it could spill over in ring. All right. Up next, we had the B team facing off against the Revival. Another match cut short here when we had a no contest after the lights went out. We saw a brief Bray Wyatt video, and the Deleters of Worlds appeared in the ring to attack both the B-Team and the Revival. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're still fans here of the uh, the Leaders of World, I think. Still of fans? Of course. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean... They are wonderful! They are wonderful. This feud is wearing a little thin, but they are wonderful. Um, so I'm assuming that this leads us to a, a three-way dance at the uh, SummerSlam pay-per-view, you think? Uh, the card is getting really full. There's already, yeah, already 11, like 11 matches, matches. And we still probably have another one besides this to be announced. So. Uh, we were, we were think. what did we think? It was this, Lashley Elias, uh, and something else that haven't been announced but probably will be. Oh, Bailey and the Ride Squad? Bailey and Ride Squad, possibly. Or Rusev and Andrade, possibly. Oh, Rusev and Andrade. So there is potentially 15 or 16 matches for the pay-per-view. Even if they do two or three of them on the uh, pre-show, yeah. that's a long show. Yeah. Or what if it ends up being Rusev versus Aiden English? Ooh, 
that could be set up as well. I think that's a possibility. They're on a rocky road right now. Andrade in Aiden English's corner. I mean, if I were writing it, I would save that, but... Yeah, because it's been better as a slow build. Like, they usually shove shit down your throat really quickly, like the Sasha Bailey thing. But, like, the slow build of these three has been working better for them. Yeah. And we need something to, you know, get... Andrade over. Yeah. I think a match, a good match good with match. Uh, Rusev could be good for both of them. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I don't want to see them break up Rusev Day. No. I, I want this to be handled without a breakup. Agreed. <laughs> well, they'll probably have to go to therapy. Ooh, we saw. I don't want fingers crossed. I don't well want that to help for um, team uh, Boss Hog. The Boss Hoggers. Yeah. Yep. It worked for them. It worked for Team Hell No previously. It could work for Rusev Day. I want to move along. Uh, the Riot Squad uh, took on the Boss and Hug Connection. Mm-hmm. Best name in WWE right now. The Boss and Hug Connection. Uh, we saw the return of Ruby Riot. I was excited. Oi, oi, oi. Oi, oi, oi. These three punks. These rioters. That rogue police dog could not keep her down. She is back. She's looking better than ever. New tattoo. New tat. I'm excited for her to get back in the ring. Just to cover up the dog bite. Oh yeah. Mm. I didn't. I didn't realize, but now that you say it, makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. A lot of sense. Um. WWE is really trying to hide this police dog, trying to bury it's a the nuisance. news. But we know that he's still out there. At large, mm-hmm. armed and dangerous. Armed and dangerous. So dangerous that dog. Be armed careful. To the teeth. Be careful, everyone. Do we know the dog's name? No, they haven't said. Ruff Ruff. Ruff Ruff Ruff. Maybe. He's gonna star in Ruff Ruff Ruff. We know that, but we don't know what his actual name is. Airbus. It will probably be homage. revealed in a like Miz, a Miz video it's package when Ruff 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 is released. And Daniel Bryan comes in and just, just beats the shit, the shit out of the, out dog. Out of the dog. Yeah, <laughs> just yes kicking that dog right in the face. I don't eat meat, but I will kick a dog in the face. Oh yeah. It's gonna have a video package where instead of the German Shepherd, it's a little poodle. Mm-hmm. That Daniel Bryan, he's, he's got a, some video <laughs> burns. It's the worst. All right, all right. Which brings us. To the main event, big match of the night. Big disappointment. Ten-year veteran Alicia Fox versus new upstart Ronda Rousey, and I do want to start off by saying I did like that they gave Alicia Fox some props for her uh, contribution contribution to the women's revolution. She got a nice video package. A nice video package. Um, but then it quickly all fell apart. And it is always it is always good to see the women's division uh, in the main event. Yes. Because it just breaks up the monotony of Roman Reigns versus Bobby Lashley, Lashley. every week. Mm-hmm. No matter how bad this Ronda match may have been, maybe it's, it's not our favorite. Anything Roman yeah. Reigns. Yes. 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 Roman Reigns versus his own ego. Yeah. So. Ronda, up until this point, 
has really actually looked pretty good in the ring. Mm -hmm. But most of the matches up until this point have been very short. And this was an extended match. Not, it wasn't pay-per-view length, but it was a good 15-minute match. Yeah. And uh, it didn't show any, like, super weaknesses to Ronda. It just shows that she's working with a limited moveset. Yeah. So it got boring. Mm-hmm. Um, and Even the- our goddess, Alexa Bliss, couldn't save this match. Yeah. And she tried very hard. She was out there. She was healing it, it up. She was... Uh, talking shit on the audience. She was talking shit on Rhonda. She was really funny. Uh, she was pulling Rhonda out of the ring, which was actually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Rhonda falling looked good. It was just a lot of the other stuff that didn't look good. And um, a lot of Rhonda's offense looks like she might be endangering her opponents. Mm-hmm. She doesn't look. She doesn't look. Uh, practiced enough in the ring. It looks like she needed some more time in developmental to really work on wrestling. Yeah. Because she's still doing the UFC grappling. uh, It's not that I think she's can't make the distinction. It's that I, I I mean, yes, it looks stiff when she punches people, but I don't think she's going to hurt someone when she punches them. I think oh, she's no. going to hurt someone when she suplexes them. Yeah, because if you watch her do the throws, now the judo throws that she's been doing for her whole life, they look fine. They don't look that dangerous. But when she does the wrestling type of throws, it looks like she's not ready. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I didn't hate the it. momentum they built up with Alicia Fox last week, where she looked like mm-hmm. she can compete, they quickly made her look very weak. I mean, like right out of the gate. To be fair, this could have easily been a 10-second squash match. Yeah. And it wasn't, so it she wasn't. got some respect. But they, yeah, the cat, her running out of the ring repeatedly over and over again. Well, that's not about whether you're talented or not. No, that's whether you're a heel. Yeah. Heels run out of the ring. Yeah, but... Heels cheat to get an advantage. You know, I just didn't look as good as last week, that's all. That's true. All right, that's everything for Raw, I believe. Mm-hmm. Should we move on to SmackDown after a brief intermission? Yeah, I mean... Beer break. Gotta grab some more beers. We forgot to say oh, we were Ah, uh, we forgot to mention our tasty beverages. Uh, before we move to SmackDown, you want to mention the tasty beverages we're enjoying this week? So, I am having the Dogfishhead Festina Peche. It is a Neo-Berliner Weiss that is a tart peach beer, and it's Pretty damn good. It's a nice summery beer. From our friend's Dogfish Head in Delaware. The lawless state. The first state. Mike? I am drinking uh, summer edition UFO Pink Lemonade Shandy. It harnesses the freshly squeezed flavor of Uh, summer citrus. From the UFO Pink Lemonade Penitentiary. (laughs) I do have it. They are employee owned. Employee owned. Like a penitentiary. And and their beers are proudly cloudy. I too am enjoying the UFO pink lemonade shandy, and I am actually enjoying it quite a bit. Uh, So that's the end of the Raw segment. We'll be right back with more beer and more wrestling. Drink beer, watch wrestling, and nuclear heat podcast. Have your. 
your computer up on the dashboard so you can... Oh, like, put Hulu up, yeah, like, right, yeah, right, right in the, the center. Uh, have a couple beers in the cup holder. Yeah, just pour them pour them in, like, a styrofoam yeah. cup. Hop on the freeway and have a good time. Go drive a cup, just throw it out the window. Yep. Throw the bottles right out there, too. So. All right. Heels and heaters, we're back with new tasty beverages ready for the SmackDown Live portion of the show. Uh, Cassandra, you've got a new tasty beverage. What I is that tasty beverage? I have a new beer. It is the Hoppy Java Coffee IPA from our friends Flying Fish Brewing out of Somerdale, New Jersey. Drink local. Drink local. It is light-bodied, immensely hopped, a distinct coffee presence, uh, thanks to cold-brewed coffee from Revolution Roasters. Uh, and it is delicious. That sounds fun and exciting. Mm-hmm. Michael, what Robert. tasty beverage are you enjoying? I am having uh, this offering from Weyerbacher, which is yeah, kind of local-ish. Easton, PA. Eaton, PA. Easton, PA. Is right We're going to call it local. Yeah, yeah, Pennsylvania. We'll call it that. Uh, the Tarte Nouveau Session Sour. Mmm. Sounds wonderful. Uh, it smells sour. Wonderful! It kind of... <laughs> Hopefully, if you are of legal drinking age in your area, you can enjoy a tasty beverage with us as well. Or if you stand outside the liquor store and you find somebody that looks older and desperate for money. Yeah, just say, hey, mister. Hey, sir. Sorry to bother you. We left our IDs at home. Could you pick us up, like, uh, some beer or some Bangers Club cheap bottles? Uh, and we'll give you this money, and you or, will or just score find a bomb. Beverages. Find a bomb for a couple extra bucks. He'll buy it for you. Your friends at the Nuclear Heat Podcast or just do not ID. advocate for underage drinking or drinking and driving. Or fake IDs. Or fake IDs. But what if they're like really well done? What if you have like an older sibling who kind of you kind of you look kind like of look them? like them? Yeah. That's not really fake. Yeah. Misplaced yeah. ID. It's not even a stolen identity if they know about it. All right, Michael. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yesterday was SmackDown Live. What happened on SmackDown Live? <laughs> SmackDown Live from sunny Orlando, Florida. Oh, yeah. Not a, not a single Disney reference. Which is weird. Yeah, I know, right? Well, they probably have to pay. You know how Disney is. Give That's- us money! Complete antithesis of WWE. That small business WWE. You could say from the most enjoyable place on earth, Mm -hmm. Orlando, Florida. No, we did get a reference from the Iconics when they were shit talking. Ah, good. We'll get to it later. There was one. Our girls did not let us down. So it was our opener so here. SmackDown once again opened with uh, Randy Catherine Orton coming the out. The Viper. The Viper. The asex predator. Uh, <laughs> A legend killer. Legend. And now, the legend himself. Oof. So is he... Will he kill himself? Will he? <laughs> you just... The smile. <laughs> the gigantic people... The WrestleMania main event. <laughs> they just bring out a Bowflex. And- <laughs> oh my goodness. Randy oh. Catherine Orton versus himself. <laughs> Randy Orton versus his demons. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Whoever oh. wins, we all do. Yep. Um, yeah, so he comes out talking about how he gets no respect, and apparently he's never listened no to our respect. podcast. No respect. No respect. 
Um, the, the Rodney Dangerfield of WWE. <laughs> but we, we had a couple choice quotes. He was sounding kind of rapey. Uh, but he is promising that what he's going to do is going to be so violent you will want to change the channel. And to that I respond, Randy, I already want to change the channel every time you come out. Hey, show him a little respect. He doesn't get any from anybody in WWE. The least we could do is give him a little respect. Our Viper, Randy Catherine Orton. And really, when I gave him a little respect, I didn't suggest that he kill himself mm. as other members of the podcast have. I didn't suggest. I just got a look of glee on my face. <laughs> Thinking about him tying one end of his sleeveless hooded vest. Ooh, sleeveless hooded vest. Uh, onto his Bowflex as he's crying and just thinking about what could have been. And then we had uh, the iconic versus Becky Lynch. There was ah, oh, one bit in uh, Randy Randy Orton's that we have to get in now, so when we reference it later in the show, it'll make sense. Randy Orton is going to erase Jeff yes, Hardy. he is going to erase Jeff Hardy. He already literally... <laughs> Sorry, cat our, is acting up. Our, our intern is uh, causing a ruckus here in Casey, the studio. get out of here and get our CZW tickets. <laughs> Pick up my dry cleaning. Stop sitting on the table. Uh, the erase may be foreshadowing something later in this wrap-up. Yes. So go ahead, yes. Mike. Go ahead. Who, well, who after, after he literally erased the identity of of Jeff oh, Hardy. Literally. Literally. literally after by the washing off his face. By thing. washing his face. Oh, my goodness. But it's, I, the first, it's the first time in about, what, four years that a Hardy has actually had their face washed. So. <laughs> true. The dirty hearty boys. Well, I can't argue with that. Yeah. Uh, so our, our first official match was uh, the Iconics versus Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Will the tea party. Becky and Charlotte be able to think? get along just two weeks before their big championship match at SummerSlam? It's I predict iffy. a rift coming at SummerSlam. I don't know. They've really got it down with their whole little like tea clink. Their tea uh, time thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their tea bump. Tea bump. Know. So who won? The who won that one? In our heart. <laughs> Always. Uh, Charlotte won that one, getting oh. uh, Peyton in a figure eight. A figure Stealing eight. all the glory as she always does. Poor Which Becky Lynch. Must have aggravated. Did Becky Lynch. all the work the whole match for Charlotte to come in at the last, second, at the last second. Get yeah. that stupid figure eight that she always does. She stole. She stole that match like she stole all of her dad's moves. Yep. Ooh. Yeah. yeah I went there. Ooh. I went there. Woo! Woo! The woo, woo chaps. Uh, up next, we had uh, well, we had some on-stage shenanigans. Shenanigans. Well, shenanigans. Or some drama. This is not Raw. There can be no shenanigans. This is the pure wrestling show. Well, speaking of purity, we did have AJ Styles mm. defending his lifestyle choices after being attacked <laughs> by uh, by the blubbering mess of uh, Samoa Joe. Well, Samoa Joe stayed. Backstage giggling at him for some reason <laughs> because he riled him up. He, he got him. He got him to react. He got under his skin. Yeah. This is a you know a dedicated family man 
And Samoa Joe insulted that. A dedicated family man who spends 300 days a year on the road. By his own admission this week, and I quote, he's a shitty parent and husband, and his wife is basically a single parent. And to make up for his absence, he buys his children gifts. This is a terrible parent, a terrible person. Samoa Joe is right in every way. And that's why he was smiling, because he, he got was all justified. Yeah. He made him admit, he made him face his demons. And I think there's gonna be there's gonna be two and sleeveless at SummerSlam, two sleeveless vests on that Bowflex. Samoa Joe is gonna exercise those <laughs> demons. Alright. It's the first time he's exercised. <laughs> That's a fat joke. Um, no body shaming over here. Come on. Remember what, remember what Paige said. We don't make fun of people for their appearance around here. Really? Because when someone made fun she of her, she changed it next, <laughs> the next week. Uh, our next match was Alina Vega versus Lana. A rematch after last week, which had a little bit of interference. Yeah, but this week, Rusev had the sense to tell Aiden English to stay backstage backstage. no matter what happens. And what did he do? (laughs) He came out and and fucked shit up. Knocked uh, Lana right off the ropes and ruined her match once again. Poor Lana. It feels Which, like this family is falling apart. They really it are. Is. It is. It's, it's. I don't know what's going to come of this. Do we have predictions on where they're going to go? Is it going to? Are they going to make up? Is it going to? Uh, Sasha and Bailey style. Just, yeah. Are we going to have this a therapy story session? is over now? Oh, I just said. Then now we're friends again. Mm-hmm. I assume. Here's what happens. Just randomly in about three weeks, Rusev says, "I love you." And then they're back together. That's it. <laughs> and we won't talk about these Rusev, weeks uh, ever again. We're Rusev just, comes out wearing a shirt that says Happy English Day. Happy English Day. <laughs> the Bulgarian brute. Happy English Day. <laughs> much, much like two weeks ago when Lana just randomly stopped using the Russian accent. Happy English Day. I really miss that Russian accent. She still says Rusev. 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 Yeah, she says it like any. any, uh, No one else says it that way. (laughs) Like any reporter, when they bring up something Spanish, they have to roll that R. It's true. I bet bet Selena Selena rolls the R for Rusev as well. (laughs) That's why they're fighting. All right, so Selena Vega came out on top of this. Yeah, we should probably mention that. Yeah. Yeah. Girls look good again. Lena wins. Uh, it was a good match. Uh, yeah, it was a solid match. I mean, yeah. there, there was a, yeah. attempts at interference, but yeah. for the most part, I think it, it went the way it was supposed to. Yeah. Lena's a very, very good wrestler. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we had some more more on-stage fun. Fun. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> with uh, with The Miz being interviewed, interviewed by Byron. Ah, But then... Daniel Bryan succumbed to the antagonization. That temper on him, he's out of control. It, it's roid rage. Mm-hmm. So, um, three or four years in the making, this Miz-Daniel Bryan match, are you guys excited? No. Yes, of course we are. Miz. <laughs> we all want to see the Miz. He's the best in the biz. He's the best on the mic. 
Everyone loves him. He deserves to be the champion of WWE, not just SmackDown, everything. He should be the poster boy. Get John Cena out of here. He hasn't been on him forever. Have you guys seen the promo that led to this feud? So, before... About three years ago, they were on uh, Talking Smack, which used to be a, a talk show that came on after SmackDown. I think they still have it sometimes. Sometimes they say Catch Talking But it used Smack. to come up yeah, on every week. Yeah, it's not all the time. Um, and I lost my Chris Hardwick. Mm-hmm. Yes, Talking Smack. Close to break Chris Hardwick. Well, not anymore. Anyway. Hey, they're bringing him back. All right. All right. So, uh, so at that point, um, Daniel Bryan was getting... Uh, the Miz was getting under Daniel Bryan's skin, and the, Daniel Bryan said that the Miz was soft, and the reason why he's never injured is because he doesn't wrestle all out. And the Miz had a huge fit. We're going to have to watch should. this on the YouTube. As he should. We're going to have to watch this on the YouTube because it was really good, and it's one of those moments where you're not sure if the Miz had actually said something that really pissed Daniel Bryan off because Daniel Bryan ends up storming off the stage. And it either they both were really good at acting that day, which is usually not true of anyone on WWE TV (laughs) besides the Miz, the Miz, Miz. but, uh, and Alexa, Alexa bliss. Yeah. So we'll watch that, uh, on the YouTubes after the episode and you guys will be even more excited for this match next week. Mm -hmm. But go ahead. But, but again, Daniel Bryan, who's supposed to be a good guy, just storms in. He jumps them as a security and throws them around, throws them as around. Uncalled for it. Those guys are just doing their job. They're there to protect Miz. He's a Hollywood superstar. He's got a lot of paparazzi after him. He's got a new kid. He's got a new baby. He's got a hit show, Miz and Mrs. It's a beautiful wife. Daniel Bryan comes storming in like he's taking too many blows to the head. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He throws, well, the Miz throws a vase of roses at Daniel Bryan at one point, and it was so 80s soap opera, it was perfect. It was. It was very fun. Just shattered all over stupid little Daniel Bryan. And the Miz did get in a dig that uh, that, Dan- that Daniel Bryan is below the Miz, so, or beneath the Miz. So well, because he's so too. short, yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, our next match was uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus R-Truth. And this was set because because earlier tonight, our uh, truth announced that he was going to earn himself a uh, title shot against uh, Shinsuke by, by pinning Carmella. Just like everyone the way else? everyone everyone else did. title shot. Bravo, our truth. So funny. <laughs> on fire, mm-hmm. real comedy. Yeah. And the face that uh, Ty Dillinger was making as <laughs> as our truth was explaining how you get a title shot in WWE was the best work that Ty Dillinger has done in quite some time as well. They were both on fire, very funny. Speaking of on fire, the match was great. It was very short. The match was great, but super entertaining. Yeah, very engaging and. Much better than our truths match with Samojo last week. And our truth is 46 or 47 it's years incredible. old. He's incredibly athletic. Yeah. These past two weeks, even in his bad match with Samoa Joe, yeah. he was incredibly athletic. Yeah. And 25 he was moving. Year old Samoa Joe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let me say last week he was moving more like a 
maybe a forty-year-old, but here he was. And he looked like a young guy. Acrobatic. Yeah. He was. Yeah. I would say he was Uso's level. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, so Shinsuke won. I don't of know course. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We should probably get to that. My man Shinsuke. Shinsuke Long. won. Um, the knees to face. Kinshasa. Kinshasa. Our next match. Bludgies. Harper and Rowan Bludgie versus three randos. Three SK. Three SK. Are three jobbers. It was a quick match. It was just, hey, Bludgeon Brothers are still a thing. They're still here. And two two of them can beat up three guys. It really did. One of whom looks kind of like Santina Marilla. It really did the Bludgies and SmackDown no favors this match. It kind of brought the showdown because we've all seen this a million times. We know that the Bludgies can be jobbers. We know they can beat a lot of people. We don't need a two-minute match. They should have had the Bludgies come out to the announce table. They still could have had them out there during what was the best match of the week. I don't want to complain too much because I do continue to believe that these past few weeks when they've been using jobbers more yes, regularly I do is like better that. for the show. I just mean this match in This particular. one wasn't perfect, mm-hmm. but, you know, the other option is to have them come out and, you know, have the Usos job out to them, and we I don't, don't want to see the Usos job. They should have so, maybe had somebody else against the jobbers, you know, the something. More, jobbers yeah. versus jobbers. jobbers like, versus yeah, jobbers. just have, like, a little spotlight match. A little like a town match. We have to spend some time getting the the local talent over with the crowd before we can have a local talent versus local <laughs> talent. But um, uh, you're right. I didn't love this match, but I, I I'm behind the jobber idea. It doesn't have to go back to the you know rock and wrestling era where you know every match on the show was. It was Hogan versus a jobber, Macho Man versus a jobber, uh, the Junkyard Dog versus a jobber, and real matches only happened on pay-per-view. But more matches with the jobbers will prevent us from having to watch the Iconics job out every week, which we don't don't want. (laughs) It'll prevent the fatigue, too. Right. Of just seeing the same stars versus the same stars. Right. If, you know, next week Seth fights a jobber, instead of Dolph, then we'll be more excited for Steph versus Dolph on the pay-per-view. Maybe next week will be all jobbers. (laughs) Again, I hope it's not all jobbers. All jobbers versus jobbers. I'm hoping for jobbers All ten hours of WWE. We won't know anybody on the show. We won't be able to go... Hey, I tried... In all fairness, I tried to look up 3SK, first off, to find out what that stood for and to see who they were, and I could find nothing. Mm-hmm. So, I'm hoping next week we know nothing about anybody on both shows. Right. Google asked me if I meant SWV. Yeah. Sisters with Voices. And <laughs> I certainly did. When it brought me there, I was like, yeah, I'll listen to Week. I'll listen to it five times on repeat right now. <laughs> Sang it all day. All right. The Bludgies win, of course. Okay. All right, next match up. New Day versus The Bar. This New was, Day? Yeah, this, this was a very long, very physical... Uh, but very good. Very good. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. long in a bad way. Like, this... No, no. This carried... This, this yeah. was a main event. It this was a nice main event. The not, stadium down. Not the bullshit Raw's been feeding This us. was a... Uh, this it, was a 
pay-per-view caliber match or very close. I'm putting it out there. So much heat. Yeah. So much. Yeah, what the, say? the crowd was super Not into quite this. nuclear, because then they would have hated on someone, because yeah. they honestly didn't hate either team. No. Because who does? The bar's great. New Day's obviously the best. And it was amazing. And going into the match, I was pretty sure that the New Day was going to win so that mm-hmm. we would have a pure face versus Never. pure heel SummerSlam. But... I was buying into some of the near falls down the stretch. I was like, oh, maybe I got I got worked. Maybe maybe the bar is going to win this. Maybe Triple H did say, hey, Seamus, you're still my best friend. Let's do this. Let's go work out. I, and I then, miss our and then you, you can You can win. You can win, buddy. Loving the mohawk. <laughs> I personally never doubted our boys. I knew they were going to win. And... They're going to be bludgies at SummerSlam. I'm picking them for the bet. I'm taking wow. them all the way. And I'm getting that fucking trophy. Wow. They're, Interesting. They're going to win it for me, I believe. I I have to actually sit down and think about all the matches mm-hmm. to kind of count out how many I'm giving to heels and how many I'm giving to faces. Oh, you're getting very technical on it over at the Patreon technical show. <laughs> on the Patreon technical show. Mm-hmm. I, I think Rob will discuss can... in depth every match. Who's the heel? Who's the face? Stats. And, and you can hear that for just $4,000. That way we can buy the proper domain. Nuclearheat.com. Nuclearheatpodcast.com <laughs> is a proper domain. <laughs> Nuclearheatpodcast.com. Nuclearheatpodcast.com. You know, you can handle the fucking website. <laughs> <laughs> it's dot com. <laughs> Uh, you know, so I'm going to talk about some of the cool things that happened. Oh, yeah. this match. I wrote down a bunch of stuff because normally I take very short notes, but I was so into this match. I wrote a bunch of shit down that looked really good, but I'll let you start. Uh, th- I was really into it when Biggie was fighting to get out of the submissions uh, yes. that Cesaro had. So they've built Cesaro as a person that's a submission specialist. He not like great. not Not as big as some of the submission mm-hmm. specialists, but... We know that he can put on a submission hold, and when Big E was fighting to get to the ropes, when Kofi was trying to stretch and grab Big E and pull him to the ropes, I was I was invested right there. <laughs> I also really liked when uh, Cesaro had Big E in the sharpshooter and then transitioned right into the crossface. Yeah, that was yeah. really awesome. And then Big E, spurred on by the encouragement of Xavier Woods, Heating up and the crowd with his excellent trombone playing, and Kofi taking out Sheamus manages to break the hold and put Cesaro over his head onto his shoulders. While Cesaro still has the crossface locked on. on him, and then Kofi hits the midnight hour, and it looked phenomenal. Uh, this is, I think. I'll speak forever. This is my favorite main event that we've seen so in far, quite yeah. some time. Oh, I can't yeah. think of a better main event than this. Yeah, the short time I've been watching wrestling, this is absolutely the best main event. I've and seen. we've seen some good matches from yeah. New Day, for yeah. sure. They always but, are they're on every time, but this was definitely the best. All right, so that was our whole SmackDown. So let's move on to the... Uh, Let's move on to the backstage nonsense. Yeah, we talked nonsense. a lot about <laughs> in-ring nonsense. We talked about the matches... But this week, we had a ton of backstage backstage nonsense nonsense. and video packages. 
I know we're leading up to a pay-per-view. It's to be expected, but there was so fucking much. Yeah. So, starting right out on Raw, we had Kurt Angle, my boy Kurt Angle, backstage watching a 90-inch TV, three inches from the screen. I don't know how he can even see anymore. Yeah. It's crazy how close he sits to the TV. Uh, Seth Rollins interrupts him, and I know that you didn't like it, but he admitted he is no competition for Ziggler and McIntyre. <laughs> he needs help. He just can't compete. Uh, so Kurt Angle, being really nice, allows Seth to pick a partner, and he sets a tag team match. Now, we know a tag team match didn't happen. Which leads us to some really odd parts of the storytelling here. Yeah. Because first, Seth uh, uh, declined uh, Tyler Breeze Tyler as a Breeze. partner, so, even though Tyler Breeze had the great... The great quote, I could be your partner, I'm gorgeous, and you're passable. If you're into the whole CrossFit Jesus thing, and then Roman Reigns, of course, shoehorns himself in, interrupts, and is like, I'm your partner. Which, and then later in the show... The constable says that uh, Roman can't uh, wrestle Stop twice said, in yeah. one night, which makes no sense. And that uh, Romans wrestled twice in one night within was, the past month, definitely. Yeah, I think it was actually that it would um, fuck up Romans. Uh, they didn't want to fuck up yeah. before SummerSlam and get injured. But but everybody else is in matches at SummerSlam. Yeah. And and <laughs> although none of them are facing the big dog Brock Lesnar. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Baron only banned uh, Roman from being uh, Seth's partner. So why on earth Seth didn't pick another partner, even if it was Tyler Breeze? Uh, anyone, pick another partner. And why have a handicap match? Tyler Breeze is great. Yeah. He looks great in the ring. His partner was injured by that rogue police dog. Fandango's been out. Oh. I want Tyler Breeze on my TV. Come back soon, uh, Fandango. Please. I miss uh, Brizango. They're great. Yeah. I get that, you know, they were trying to tease the audience into believing that Dean Ambrose was going to come out yeah. two weeks before the pay-per-view. Yeah, like, real. <laughs> crazy talk. But Whoever fell for that, you fucking idiots okay, listening looked, to this. It looked like a lot of the audience did fall well, for that. To be fair, they were in Orlando. One of the dumbest yes. cities in the nation. It's full of the dumbest Florida cities and dumbest state. They, yeah. Dumbest crowd, probably. They've done four Florida shows, and Orlando is definitely the dumbest crowd. Honestly, the only way to redeem yourself if you're a if you're an Orlando fan and listener is to donate to uh, the Nuclear Heat Patreon. Patreon, and hey, you'll get yourself some Patreon technical episodes. Maybe you'll learn a little bit about how to be a fan of wrestling and smarten up. I'm pretty sure this is exactly how Joel Osteen operates. Oh, yeah. You don't want to be a dipshit and go to hell. Hey, right? everyone. Give me money. Give yeah. us a dollar and an envelope. Every listener. Go get some of those green slips <laughs> of paper from your mom's purse. And we'll say some prayers for you. It's more important than buying your medication. Anyway. Thoughts okay, prayers. Okay. So, even though they were trying to trick people throughout the show into thinking that Dean Ambrose would come back... They could have had anybody come out after, anybody. you know. I really was thinking that it was going to be, he turned around after he was told Roman couldn't compete, and Tyler Breeze was going to be right there with a high five ready to yeah. go, and it would have been funny, 
And then the match would have been good. It wouldn't have been handicapped. It would yeah. have been something different that we haven't seen for four weeks. Yeah. It, I don't know what they it were thinking It didn't come here. to pass. It didn't... It, maybe they had... Uh, part of the script got cut where it would explain why sense. he didn't di- didn't find another partner. You know, those dumb, dumb writers on WWE no. were probably like, hey, it's in Orlando. We don't got to explain shit. They're idiots. There are 48 wrestlers backstage. Yeah. <laughs> But Rhino, I did ask one guy, so... Rhino and Heath Slater were begging to come out. <laughs> I think the writer just spilled his bottle of Soylent all over the script. Mm. like, I forgot what was about. Oh, Never shit. Much. Just tries to wipe it off and smears it into a mess. Just hands it into Vince. He's yeah. like, it's done, Vince. <laughs> so, what other backstage <laughs> nonsense did you like, not like? Uh, one that I didn't like was the Roman Reigns interview. It was very long, very boring. I kind of tuned it out. That's all I had written. Did you have anything about the Roman Reigns interview, or we're just skipping no, out? No. We can, yeah. uh, it's, it's amazing when Corey Graves is the most likable person. The likable person in the interview. <laughs> we don't like Roman Reigns. Yeah. <laughs> <That's, laughs> Alright, what else did we see? Next up, we had another interview with somebody that's actually good, Paul Heyman. Actually, two people that are very good. Because Renee is excellent at her portion. Renee is amazing. We love Renee. So Paul Heyman, he starts off, he's crying, and it looks so good. He has red in the eyes, red in the face, visibly upset. He says... He clearly hasn't shaved in days, which is, for a pro wrestling show, very committed to his craft. He's amazing. And we need more of him. It's a shame that he's connected to Brock so he doesn't come on as much. So maybe they transition to somebody new. We get to see yeah. him a little bit more. Maybe he'll transition. Mojo Rally could be a Heyman yes. guy. Actually, people might get behind Mojo Jojo if he has Paul Heyman yeah. in his corner. I mean, so, I, almost anyone can benefit from, from Paul, Paul Heyman. Heyman. <laughs> uh, so he says Lesnar dis- disconnected his phone and he hasn't spoken to him. He brings up their kids being friends. Um. I can't remember what else, but you had some thoughts. It was it was just a really good segment. Paul looked upset and disheveled and really played the part of, you know, Brock is abandoning him. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't know if you guys watched it on WWE.com today. Uh, they revealed, of course we did. We're dedicated. <laughs> uh, they revealed that there's a one more um, brief maybe 30 seconds after the end of what they showed on Raw. So w- when the interview ends on Raw, it's uh, Heyman says there's no possible way that uh, Roman can be Brock Lesnar with this new Brock Lesnar attitude or whatever he said about it. And it fades to black. But on WWE.com today, they revealed that where right after where they cut, Heyman actually says, unless, and then gets up and leaves the room with Renee calling after him, unless what? Paul, you can't just say unless. And so. It was a jinx style moment. Yeah. You guys watch that, right? Yeah. Unless he gets the, uh, the dwarves to make him a new hammer. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what secret information Paul Heyman has on. Uh, Brock Lesnar that he could use I'm sure leverage, he has so much dirt. So leverage much. for uh, Roman Reigns. So, moving over to SmackDown. Okay. Start out with their backstage nonsense. We've got Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch in a very awkward uh, meeting where they're 
discussing how they're still going to be friends. We're totally on the same page. Yeah, despite the fact we got to fight each other and Carmella in two weeks. And then they take a dig at Sasha and Bailey. Pretty good dig, Pretty though. good dig. Pretty good. That was the, the most believable part. Yeah. Then they did their awkward tea time hand gesture to really end it on that awkward note. Yeah. Uh, then we had a New Day interview. This was an odd one. And it was very odd. It was a comedic choice, we'll say. Uh, Kofi Kingston in a blonde wig. So they did say last doing week... Doing the sports announcer voice. Last week, we were dynamite on commentary. And we, as we said last week, we One hundo. Yes, one very, very true. One percent. Then Kofi puts on his blonde wig. It pretends to be a news anchor or sportscaster. I'm not Something. sure. But blatant, blatant ripoff of Dave Chappelle's Dave Chappelle. white guy character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Which is understandable. We're all the same. Well, you know, that was, what, 12 years ago? So it's perfect yeah. time for WD to pick up on that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, they state they will beat the bar and make the bludgies bow down to the power of positivity. Then they get excited about how great their segment was and end up with, yeah, we nailed that, baby! So they brought us back around at the end. They lost us in the middle, but they brought it back. Um, next we cut to a short video of The Miz where he plugs Miz and Mrs., probably the greatest show on TV right now, and talks shit on Daniel Bryan, and then he, um, announces the SummerSlam match. It was a short one. Um, and then we cut to Rusev and Lana making up backstage. We talked about it earlier. Yeah, a little bit. Um, what will become of Rusev Day? Yeah. Rusev, Lana, I'm and really Aiden. hoping they make up. I love Rusev Day. I love Lana Day. I love Aiden English's songs. They're such a great package together. So hopefully this will play out slowly and we'll get a nice, good story out of it. That's what I'm hoping for. Two weeks with a psychiatrist, and I love you. We're good. Rusev! And then my final backstage nonsense was one of our favorites. We talked a little bit about it earlier. Shinsuke Nakamura backstage getting interviewed about Jeff Hardy, where he says, Jeff Hardy was erased. (laughs) And Renee says, well, not literally. And he said, I understand metaphor. (laughs) And I cracked up. It was so funny. Shinsuke's heel persona is just Every right. Every face it's really, that he really makes, good. I love it. Yeah. Every movement, it's so calculated and on purpose, and he does it so well. Every dance move. Yeah. Everything. Every dick punch. Yes. <laughs> Every gold bond ultimate low blow yeah. brings us right over to his side. I think for me, this should be the last interaction with Jeff Hardy and move mm-hmm. him on to someone else. The AJ. Uh, feud, although both are very talented. Was not one very is good. a flat earther and one is a dick puncher, but both very talented, mm-hmm. but it went too long. It just yeah. went too long. And I think after SummerSlam ending the Jeff Shinsuke is just enough. Move him to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So, so, so we've got three more pay-per-views with Jeff, I'm <laughs> yeah. sure. Well, will Jeff and Randy Orton continue? Oh, that would yeah, be fun. Or do you think he's just going to move on down the line? And... Well, it'll he'll probably have another fight with him since they haven't had a full-on fight, right? Yeah, it's most it's but just been, just been Randy beating him up. Beating him up. It hasn't been any matches, yeah. right? Yeah. So they'll probably need a match in there somewhere. Which is a good transition to Jeff away from Shinsuke, mm-hmm. get opening up Shinsuke to 
go find somebody else to heal on, mm-hmm. which would be good. Yeah. So the end of the Shinsuke segment ended with the R Truth coming out saying he's gonna fight, fight Carmella, pin Carmella to get into the title match with Shinsuke. Like everyone else. All around, the, probably the best backstage of uh, the week. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So moving on, we have a small segment. Worst thing the announcer said. I mm. only had one thing listed, and it I've was just a groaner. Uh, during the uh, Bobby Roode Mojo Jojo match, uh, somebody said, pardon the pun, he has found his mojo within the last month or so. Oof. Real. They're really bad. Yeah, and that not good. feels like a line maybe Vince fed them. Maybe. Uh, my weird thing this week was uh, something the coach said. It seems since we've started this, I thought when we started this segment that we were going to have a lot of Corey Graves, and there's been a couple, hey, but the Corey coach Graves. has actually come up a lot in the shit the announcers Corey, say segment. Corey Graves, the best announcer they have. Oh, He was a great wrestler. Yeah. It's a shame he got hurt. I'd love to see him back in the ring someday, but for now, I'll take him announcing. I'd love to see He's him get hurt some more. He's doing a fabulous job. Hey, you leave Corey Graves alone. Fuck Corey Graves. Anyway, so the coach said... <laughs> Uh, when after uh, this was after Corbin uh, insulted uh, Kurt Angle about last week's uh, humiliating defeat at the hand of Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. the coach said, "I'm sure Kurt Angle has gone through every gamut of the emotional scale, which is grammatically incorrect and, and situationally incorrect." Nothing about. My boy Kurt Angle. He recovered fine. What emotions do you have after somebody beats you up and flips you to the ground? A little Mine bit. are usually either anger or sadness. I assume a little <laughs> embarrassment. But it, there's no elation, which is mm-hmm. one of the, you know, uh, states, one of the gamuts of the emotional it, scale. It, it, is, an, it is one of the gamuts. Joy. Um. <laughs> I hope, anger, I, <laughs> will. I, I tend to give anyone who goes by the nickname Coach a very, very wide berth <laughs> when it comes to anything they say. If they can string three words together. Do you yeah. think Coach is from Orlando? It would really fit him. He maybe. He could Probably be from, from somewhere in Florida. All right. Mike, did you have a, a favorite thing uh, that the announcer said? You know, I did not. Okay. No, yeah, there I, wasn't a lot. No, mm-hmm. and I tuned them out a lot. Yeah. And then on to... Well, we talked a lot of shit tonight, but there was some good shit talking this week. There was some WWE. good shit talk this week. So, of course, my boy, Elias, he comes out with his documentary crew... <laughs> He's refilming because there was something wrong with the doc. I said I loved it. I didn't see anything wrong, but hey, Elias is a perfectionist. He needs to get everything right. So he is filming. He's a little upset. Something's not going right. And he determines it's the Jacksonville, Florida audience. Uh, <laughs> he asks, can you use CGI to blur their faces out so I don't have to look at them? Or if you could... Crop out their faces and replace them with a more attractive crowd. That would be fantastic. Anything that helps me forget I'm in Jacksonville. Bravo. Yeah. And then to Muscles Lashley later, your entire comeback has been a joke. Mm. Which I wrote so biting. You know, 
some of the some of the best comedy comes from truth. Truth. One hundred percent. I have a couple more. Okay, more and more. Iconics. Our girls, the Iconics. We love them. Some of the best shit talkers on WWE right True. now. To Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch. Charlotte Flair is overrated, a bad dancer, and she lost to Carmella twice. To Becky Lynch. Nothing comes to mind. Where is she? We can't see her. Oh, there she is, where she always is. In Charlotte's shadow. Always a bridesmaid, never a champion. Boom. Roasted. Bravo, <laughs> Iconics. Uh, oh, and all the while, the ridiculously stupid Orlando fans were calling the Iconics boring. Boring. And there's... There's a million wrestlers on this roster that you can call, call boring. boring. They didn't boring chant Mojo Rally. Boring the Iconics. You people Get are ridiculous. out of here. Fuck you, Florida. Florida. <laughs> uh, and then, of course... Okay, was, this, was this Orlando or Jacksonville? They were in Orlando. But still, fuck but Florida. But still, yeah. fuck Florida. Yeah, you droopy dick-looking state. Fuck you. Yeah. Um, and then The Miz, of course. Best talker on WWE. Uh, I give you access to my fairy tale life. I will give the gift of relevancy <laughs> to Daniel Bryan. He agrees to the SummerSlam match, and then later during his second interview with Byron, Daniel Bryan needs to resuscitate his career. I should be repping WWE as champion. I don't need a match with Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan needs a match with me. I'm not hiding from anyone. Bruh. Bravo, the Miz. He's back. He's on fire. He's fan fucking tastic. And that's so, about all I had. And that's all you your shit talk. Best shit talks. Uh, my shit talk is is weird. It comes from somebody that we don't like, and it wasn't exactly shit talk. But Roman Reigns, when he was addressing Kurt Angle, and Kurt Angle's uh, whooping that he took from Brock Lesnar last week, said, "You kick the big dog out of the yard. Who's gonna protect the yard?" I didn't actually love this. I just thought it was such so a weird, weird. line yeah. that it needed to be pointed out. And, and this is the segment where we point out lines. Who's going to protect the yard? Uh, 60 other wrestlers? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of guys yeah. around. Way better than you, Roman Reigns. Yeah. I mean, none of them came out to protect Kurt, so arguably, hey. he's got a point. They didn't have yeah. time. Brock Lesnar came with the quickness last week. Yes, Constable Corbin had to step out of the way. He didn't want to get injured. He Somebody's got a, a GM pump. every yeah, week. He ran like no, a bitch. No. Somebody has to be in charge, and if Kurt was going to be injured, well, then Corbin has to step up. He was protecting the show. Uh, protecting the brand? Yes. Uh, here's a real shit talk that I had. That uh, This is Elias to the Florida crowd. <laughs> they deserve it. I'm <laughs> I sure. am changing lives every minute, which I thought was excellent. <laughs> excellent heel He's work amazing. there, Elias. Elias doing great heel work, and then unfortunately people are cheering him because we've trained people in appropriately. He deserves all the applause, all the admiration, all the love. He's, he's a likable heel. Oh yeah. yeah, and I would say not a heel. He's doing. He him. is a heel. No, he's living his life, and if you don't like it, that's fine. But a Wrestling lot of us love works him. best okay. when it's simple, and the bad guys are bad. And the good guys are good. I know that Florida wants it to be like that, but we don't live in a black and white world. There's shades <laughs> of gray. And Elias, he's just being him. 
Okay. All right. Michael, shit talk. Do yes. we cover every? Ah, oh, you got oh, yes. some. Oh, yes. <laughs> AJ <So> Styles. <laughs> shit talking himself. Uh, uh, I'm a terrible father. My wife is basically a single parent. Mm. He... He fully he admitted that yeah. he's an awful person. Yeah. I mean, he We've just... been justified over here. Nuclear Heat Rob has been pulling <laughs> for AJ for months. We've always said, we have said, AJ's a terrible person, and you fought us on it every week. I guess and I've been guess proven wrong. He's I've the phenomenal right. one. Oh, he's the best. He's a good Christian father. That doesn't do sound have good like points. me. There's good ideas on both sides. All right. Maybe the earth is flat. Right. Hey, check out my AJ tattoo. Hey, would you like to talk about fashion as hey, it applies to WWE? You know what we've come to? No. Fashion break. Fashion. So I've got a little bit of fashion break. <laughs> uh, nothing really changed up much from last week, but there were some things I noted. Um, so Christian Magician, Bobby Roode. The glorious one. <laughs> he has a very dark orange spray tan. However, he makes the weird choice not to tan his face, so it really looks like a photoshopped head onto a very tan body. I think it every time I see him, I thought it again. It's just it's a little so weird. weird. It's a it's little so awkward. Weird. And you don't have to spray tan it. Maybe put some bronzer on. Some makeup. You Dad, know they've got those man. makeup yeah. guns backstage. Put it on there. Moving on, we come to a good fashion. Uh, wait, a good fashion? My boy, Dolph Ziggler, with the high ponytail. It looks so good. He's gorgeous. He sells the shit out of every look. He's amazing. Riot Squad's Liv Morgan. Great gear this week. She had new striped black and white and yellow gear. I was living for it. It looked amazing on screen. It really played well. Um, Natalia, unfortunately, with a bad fashion <laughs> choice, had her hair braided up just like her bestie, Ronda Rousey. Mm, that and was that was it, a unique choice on bad. Natalia's part. <laughs> yeah, it was not her best luck, we'll say that. Ronda Rousey, speaking of, her gear continues to be the worst. It's so Yeah, this is a major problem. And everybody points it out. It's too small. She's constantly tugging at it. And she comes out with her leather jacket and a kilt on and takes the kilt off. Leave it on. Yeah. Everybody else now wears kilts. We've got... Well, the, the bar takes theirs off. And yeah. so does Blumpkin. No, yeah. Blumpkin sometimes leaves his on. He does. Well, I, think, I, I believe you. Yeah. I think it's just stuck to him because he's worn it so yeah, long. Like the flesh the, is kind of... The like, zipper jealous. sticks a little. Mm. Yeah. But no, it's cut, like, it's not a full skirt, it's cut yeah. in certain spots so that you can move in it. Right, it certainly is no, not very different than Sonya Deville's no. in-ring gear. And it she would could certainly hide, wear it. It would hide anything that would make you think that your shorts are riding too high. Yeah. So you wouldn't keep thinking, I gotta pull my shorts down. Right. Or get her some damn pants. Everybody yeah. else wears pants. Just right. put her in some black somebody, leggings. Somebody needs to pull her aside and say... Maybe you're not noticing this, but you tug on your uh, ring gear the entire, entire time you're time. out. Yeah, and it's it could be a nervous tick, but people people don't want to address those things yeah. with someone. Like you don't want to, especially you don't somebody so dangerous. They yeah. have 
they have people backstage whose whole job whole is job, to yeah. do the yeah the help it, with the costuming. But when you have an ego, it's probably making as much as Ronda Rousey. Millions. Yeah. Like I said, one of my one of my one of the things I've always wanted to do to someone ever since. Um, well, ever since I thought of Some it. Some time. <laughs> yeah. Um, was buttering their seat. <laughs> you, t- you take just, like, the restaurant prepackaged butter, mm-hmm. and you smear it on their office chair, like, right down the center. Okay. And what's going to happen is that that grease is going to get into It will their, look like doo-doo. It'll yep. look like doo-doo. Okay. It'll look like a shit stain. It'll just look like <laughs> a wet stain on the back, right in their ass crack. Okay, so but far. But no one's going to tell them. Yeah. They're going to walk around with that all day, and someone, no one's going to say, did you shit your pants? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't smell bad, but it, smells yeah, like it looks butter. like you shit. <laughs> it's, it smells like a croissant. It looks like dookie. <laughs> Was there any more fashion commentary? <laughs> Should someone somehow pull this on Blumkin's sanity? If we got... They don't I, need no to. one will notice. We've, that would be like, we've uh, lost our inside man, James Ellsworth. Yeah, so. Blumkin's covered in shit. <laughs> Today that ends in Y. I got a couple more fashion. Okay, okay. So, Randy Orton and Flat Earth Styles apparently share the same sleeveless hooded vest. I hadn't well, noticed until now, but they both wear a sleeveless hooded vest. Well, let me ask you. Mm-hmm. Who wore it best? I'm giving the edge to Randall Catherine on this one. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll take a stand. Mm-hmm. For the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. Uh, Mike, you're the tiebreaker. I would say AJ wore it better. Just because oh. because his is not like... Randy Orton's vest is just... It's loose. It's, it's like a it's, piece it's of flimsy fabric. Yeah. It's easy to remove. It, it looks... It you're looks, always ready to fight with that on. It looks closer to, uh, to Elias' scarf mm-hmm. than like an actual vest. Hey, Elias' scarves are amazing. But well, yeah, it, there AJ, we go. There AJ we go. AJ Warbeck. We'll send him his nuclear heat award for best <laughs> the sleeveless heat for sleeveless vest. Um, and then one more thing I had to point out: Iconics Pete and Royce in some new gorgeous purple metallic gear, emblazoned with eucalyptus leaves, and it was so good. They are Australian. Yes. Right? She can't wear it in Australia, though, because of the rogue police koalas they oh backstage God. at WWE oh, the Australia. They're out of control over there. But she can wear it here, and it looks great. Purple gear? It was purple metallic. Do they? Does she still have the purple extensions in? Uh, they look a little bit darker. Mm. I think they might still be purple, but they're definitely darker. She's still got the extensions. I missed the short hair a little bit, but she still looks amazing. And that was your... Fashion break. All right. And so here we are. We move right in from fashion break to push it. Push, push it, it real, real good. good. Wow. All so right. I've got a small list of people that I want to see pushed. I wonder. I wonder what you're what you're rooting for. Yeah. Go for it. You may be surprised this I week. Might be. You probably won't. <laughs> Ember Moon, Nia Jax, where are they? Where are they? They're missing. Um, I feel like maybe Nia might come back heel-turned to face Ronda Rousey. I know that they were kind of sort of on the same side before, and they didn't really know if 
they wanted to make Naya a heel or a face, and they had a little bit of a friendly match, but I'd love to see them go against each other in a real match. If uh, Naya comes back as a heel, mm-hmm. do you put her back into uh, the camp Little Miss Bliss? I think is eventually. Is a separate heel? A, a separate heel at first. They build their friendship back up very slowly. Does uh, Mickey or Alicia start moving over and working with Naya? Yes, or? both. I think Mickey less than Alicia. Okay. Yeah. But and the Ember Moon... Uh, she, I'm sure she'll come back as a face. There's probably yeah, no heel for no, no But I do want to see her. She's yeah. an amazing wrestler, and we haven't seen her for a couple weeks. Yeah. Um. Also, I need a push for. I said it earlier. Gonna say it again. Tyler Breeze. I really think he should have gotten in the ring as Seth Rollins' partner. Yeah, it um, didn't make a lot of it sense. It didn't make a lot of sense, and I'd love to see him wrestle again. Um, Iconics. Yeah, they were on again. But they lost again. They took another loss. Another loss for our girls. And they killed it in NXT, and they've won one match since moving up. Right. That's it. And it's been weeks. And they're way over over. with the crowd, other than Florida Florida. idiots. But, uh, and, you know, they're talented and we need more heels. Heels. Agreed. Especially if we're legitimately running into a... Uh, women's tag division. Yes. And a potential women's uh, hour-long show on on the network. Would love it. Um, uh, th- there's definitely rumors of a hour-long all women's show on the network. Yeah, we have plenty we of good need. girls. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of female wrestlers, mm-hmm. my last question is for Naomi. She's been off TV for weeks, but I know she's wrestling. I follow her on Instagram. She's in her gear. She's got videos of her fighting, but they've, for some reason, kept it dark, and they need to put her back yeah, on the show. Dark matches and house shows, Yeah, and she really needs to be back she's on TV. She's a star. Yep. She's a main event. All right. Mike, what push are you looking for? Um, You know what? As much as we crapped on the jobbers this week, mm-hmm. I think B2K did all right. Yeah. So I think if we just kind of introduce, like, keep them as, like, a rogue element, mm-hmm. like, maybe they're following along, yeah. and they just keep... Maybe, like, they're they're in a car following behind the Bludgies bus, <laughs> and just sneak in every mess. They don't always attack them. Sometimes they're just taking notes. Yeah. We got to them taking some notes on how to beat the Bludgies. Or they walk out on the, the stage as yeah. a distraction. Intimidating. Yep. Yeah. Maybe they've got, like, Kurt Angle's son. Like, it's been a while since we've seen him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Clark Gable? Mm-hmm. No. Chad Gable is not the one he that they... He looks just like Kurt Angle. As Kurt Angle's son. I swear he is, for real, Kurt Angle's illegitimate child. Yeah. Maybe so, legit. Yeah, Bind, Torture, Kill is a weird name for a tag team, but... Yeah, I mean, it's a little yeah. derivative. It's but It's been done before, but hey. But I, I could see It's got again. brand recognition. Yeah. Is, mean, that, is that your whole push? That, that's second. my whole push. Okay. That and I like buying Torture Kill as my uh, match.com headline. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, my, uh, my female uh, push has been mentioned already. Mm-hmm. I think the Iconics need a win. They need a win. And I'm looking for more of the Iconics. I want... I'm 
I'm counting the days until the uh, women's tag division mm-hmm. starts so that they can... Like, they can reign supreme. Yeah. They could definitely be the Zig and Mac of the women's tag team division. And then uh, my push on the men's side, and it may have started this week. I know that my co-hosts do not enjoy the glorious one, but I'm hoping for a heel turn and a good push for Bobby Roode. But they put him against a heel this week. He's not a heel already? They do book things in a confusing way, but I would like him to be distinctly a heel. I think magician. Not another Roman Reigns. I want a a heel. But anyone who calls himself the glorious one, I just imagine the level of pretension. Very heel thing to do. But hey, phenomenal one is a heel. heel. According to some people, he's not a heel. I've always considered him a heel. He's got his initials everywhere. So, what did you like this week, Mike? What did I like? Yeah, I like Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, yeah. Yes, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of Shinsuke. Um, His Jeff Hardy erased. And then... I got the metaphor, yeah. Very Um, good. Plus his whole, like, uh, borderline, like, drunken fighting... Shrunken uh, Master yeah. Style. Yeah. yeah. His crazy faces are mm-hmm. really good. Yep. Come on! I, I agree with the, the call here for Shinsuke. What was your favorite? Unfortunately, I wrote down Shinsuke. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, other things I, I, I'm going to go then with the uh, New Day. The yeah. New Day was my other favorite yes. thing this week. The New Day well. match was great. <laughs> Did you want to hear what my favorite thing was? <laughs> like like deep. Well, first off, Zig and Mac, obviously. The match with Seth Rollins, it was a bit stale. We've seen it a couple times already in the last couple of weeks, but it wasn't their fault. I blame it on Seth Rollins and his ego not picking a new partner. He was like, I'll take him on alone, even though he already admitted he's not that good. Um, Second, of course, Elias. Uh, Insulting the terrible Florida crowd. They deserved it. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura. I think you guys would be surprised Enjoy. to hear what? he was a favorite. Oh, yeah. He was okay, I guess. He's easily the best dancer in WWE. And during our truths rap, he was visibly bored and yawning, like leaning up against the ropes. Such good heel work. Yeah, very good. So good. Um, and I don't know if you guys caught this match. The New Day in the Bar. <laughs> it was amazing. The crowd was living for it. I was living for it. I can't wait for New Day to defeat the Bludgies at SummerSlam. So that's what we all like. Mm-hmm. What didn't you like, Cass? Well, let me, if you will, allow me to go on a little bit of a rant about something I didn't like. <laughs> okay, so this week's Raw. We obviously hated it. We already said it was terrible. It was definitely called the Let's Try Really Hard to Get Roman Reigns Over with the Fans Before SummerSlam Show. There was so much Just Roman Reigns. Finn Balor. Number one, opening with Angle and Corbin. Two uh, people that the crowd isn't behind, trying to get uh, Reigns over on that. Two, the match with Constable Corbin, the obvious heel. Three, the fist bump with little Finn Balor. Four, teaming up with Seth Rollins. Five, showing him and Seth Rollins from the previous night, making a disabled kid an honorary member of the Shield, which is great. It was really nice, but it felt very braggy. Yeah. 
they didn't need to show it in a braggy way. Yeah. It really felt like they lowered the meaning of it by yeah. doing that. Um, six, the interview with Corey Graves. Seven, the fight with the two best, Zing and Mac, putting them up against... Uh, the t- he ended up not doing that, but he announced that he was going to. Yeah. Eight, making uh, Kurt Angle and Constable Corbin be the bad guys and tell him he can't compete with Seth Rollins so he could look like the good guy. So there were I've a few enough. segments There was Roman way too much Roman Reigns. The other thing I didn't like... The B-Team's new terrible song, where they're Ooh. little cheerleaders. B-Team, B-Team, go, go, go. Ooh, it was so bad. Not good. And I know that this was really hyped, but it didn't really come to f- out the way they wanted to. We already discussed it, the Ronda Rousey first match on Raw. It was really a letdown for me. The video package was also too long. Um, they did the video package for Ronda, shit they've showed over and over again. Then they did the Alicia Fox video package, which would have been fine had they just shown that one. Yeah. And they didn't show them back, back-to-back video packages before yeah. the main event. And, like, we discussed it already. There's not much to say. It was just disappointing. Yeah. What were some things you didn't like? Uh, so I'll agree with everything that you've already said, and I'll add on that... I uh, didn't like the Bobby Roode and Mojo match. Mm-hmm. It was slow, and I already talked about how it was oddly booked. Yeah. As much as I like Bobby, it doesn't make sense the way those characters have been progressing for Bobby to win. And uh, I really did not like the Authors of Pain Titus Worldwide Ooh, yeah. match. That was uh, bad. It was that was bad. Mm. That's it, Mike. Things you didn't like. Randy fucking Orton. Ooh. Ooh legend yeah. killer? Legend killer. I am legend? so... I'm he so gets sick no of respect. Posture. And you're showing him no respect. Hey, you know what? He deserves even less than no Ooh. respect. Yeah, uh, he's just... It's a fucking bitch fest. Nobody like... Nobody respects me. I'm gonna make rapey comments. And yeah. I do think that Finger the, every hole in Jeff Hardy. The legend killer heel... Uh, Randy persona is best when he doesn't talk. When he just comes yes. out, and hits the RKO her. and kicks people, mm-hmm. or as much as I didn't like it, sticks his finger in or Jeff Hardy's ear, washes like, the face paint off. Which yeah, is all that stuff. Yeah. All but that stuff is but good. He's got but like a ten-minute diatribe, mm-hmm. and his whole point it is could be made in one second. Mm-hmm. You people like. Other wrestlers better than me, so I am mad at those wrestlers. Mm-hmm. But it goes on for 15 minutes. It's much like you know, Romans. You know, I lost three no times. No respect for me. Yeah, why don't you? I'm like the me? guy. I'm the big dog. All right. All right. So, so, so. you went right. Yeah. I yeah. Okay. You can cut that out. I couldn't remember now. It's okay. Because you said so, like you were gonna talk. Even though I thought you gave me the nod. Alright, so, this brings us to our preferred show of the week. I'm going to say it was SmackDown, OVS. It was one million times better than Raw. You might not believe it, but I am going to say, this week, I preferred SmackDown Live. Mm. It was 
one million times better than Raw. Yeah. Mike? Um, I'm going to say, and this, this is probably going against type, um, Amazon original series, Bosch. Mm. Huh. Or Titus Welliver. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have no idea what that is, but oh, I bet it was good. Know? No. You'll have oh, to go and watch back, yeah, immediately when we're done. Yeah. Um, but second to that, I would say SmackDown. Oh, mm. yeah. Smackdown. Oh, yeah. So three votes for SmackDown this mm. week. So what are we looking forward to next week? There wasn't really much announced. There was the triple tag team match over on Raw between uh, the Leaders of World and the Revival and the B Team. Uh, nothing else. So really with no announcements for next week, why don't we uh, well, discuss Smackdown, what we're... I know what I'm looking forward to. Oh, okay. The R-Truth and Carmella match. <laughs> it didn't happen today. So it must be next it week. It must be next week. Why don't we look... Look forward to SummerSlam instead. SummerSlam. What yeah. are you looking forward to at SummerSlam? Of course, my boys a new day. The new day. I am excited for that. I'm excited for both the women's matches. Um, our girl Alexa Bliss is going to tear it down. I think she's going to retain the belt. I don't think Ronda's going to be able to beat her. Hmm. They built her up like she's the baddest woman in the world, but she's never faced Alexa Bliss. Well, next week we will have. Our SmackDown predictions episode, so you can place that back Summer next slam. week. Okay, so what did you I say? You said SmackDown predictions. Well, instead of that, <laughs> let's have SummerSlam predictions. We'll have our mini-sode next week with our predictions. We'll take our bets. We'll see. I'm going to pick. I'm going to say this 100% right. I'm getting this time. Oh, good. I've been studying. I've been watching every show on repeat. I've watched them every day. I've watched back shows, I've read all the stats, and I'm ready to win that trophy. So, Mike, what are you looking forward to at SummerSlam? I am looking forward to Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Ooh. Yes. Big Dog versus Big Dog. Yeah, because this is finally going to be fucking over. Over. Uh, We're going to be done hearing about Lesnar's shit, because obviously he's no interest. No, he's not coming back. He's got one more Raw after... Mm -hmm. SummerSlam, and then we are done with him. Yeah, we're done with him. Plus, Roman Reigns will shut the hell up. Mm-hmm. Unless he hangs on to it like Philadelphia holds on to a Super Bowl victory. Hey, you leave those aggles alone. <laughs> okay. Well, what about you, sir? I am looking forward to Shinsei uh, uh, Hardy, I think. Oh, yeah. Since the last uh, pay-per-view match... Oof. Went rather quickly. I honestly, that match, I'm torn. I love them both. I'm looking forward to a real match for them. Mm-hmm. I hopefully Randy doesn't come out and mm-hmm. bother the match, but... He's just going to stalk around, vipering on the outside. RKO out of nowhere! Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Or he gives the nod to Shinsuke for the low blows. Hope, hopefully. Mm-hmm. I'm also looking forward to uh, Becky, Charlotte, Carmella. Mm-hmm. And then, looking even a little bit further, I'm actually looking forward to the hopeful Becky-Charlotte feud that mm-hmm. follows this match. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. Look, we can all fantasy book, so I'm fantasy hey, booking that right no, now. Not 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 all right. I am also excited for that, and I know they won't have an obvious heel, but I built a Becky heel turn. I'm not. I'm not putting it out of the question. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, the one that would be the obvious one for them to turn would be 
Charlotte following in the heel steps of her father since mm. she steals everything else from him. <laughs> Woo! 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 So, I'm hoping they go the opposite way. And it's our girl, Becky. Okay. No more, so, no more tea party uh, nope. fist bumps. No more fucking tea party. Get that. It's a shade party. Lame shit huh? out of here. It's a shade party. Yeah. Ooh. Low tea. So, that's what we're looking forward to. And we come back to Constable Gases. Heel of the week. I don't know if you guys followed. I had a poll going up on Instagram for my heel of the week last week. I voted. The winner was Alicia Fox for her takedown of Ronda Rousey last week. This week, my nominees for heel of the week. Kevin Owens. Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. Elias. The Iconics. And The Miz. So... So you're admitting that Elias is a heel? Oh no! This just is this for week. This just this week. Just this week. Okay. So this is for their great. You need to fill the spot. Week. Oh no, he is fantastic. He tore up those idiots in Florida. So, um, for the end of the year Healy Awards, mm-hmm. do you have to have won one of Constable Cass's weekly awards, or will everyone be eligible for the Healy of the Year? Everyone will be eligible. Okay, so these are. As meaningful as a Raw match. Hey, okay. it's whoever I want. I'm in charge. This is my damn show. This is my Healy Award. Yeah. Head constable in charge. Constable Cass presiding. And, hey everybody, go head over to Instagram. Check out my Healy nominees. Maybe let us know underneath the picture who you think was the best this week. Maybe like, I'll take comment, it into share, consideration. I'll listen to everything you have to say, and then do whatever the hell do she wants. The fuck, yeah. I want the constable. The constable. Make God sure, damn it! Make sure if you take a screenshot, you've got our uh, you've got our thing in it. Oh yeah, handle. tag us up. Yeah, steal it, but make sure you give us credit. Yeah. So uh, sure. we'll you want to move on to the shouty out of the week. Shouty out of the week. Shouty out. So this week. Got two shouty outs. The first one going to fellow wrestling podcast. They are called We Just Made the List. Um, it is a tag team podcast run by Murderino, wrestling fan, and fellow cast, along with her friend Zach. You can find them on Instagram at We Just Made the List or their personal accounts at The Moonshine Girl and at Zach Gouge. And their pod is awesome. Yeah, I listened to a couple episodes of their podcast yeah. this week. You know, if you're enjoying our podcast, you'd probably enjoy theirs. Oh, They're yeah. doing a same, similar thing. Cassie eats pot cookies, and then they talk about wrestling, and it's really funny. Pot cookies are similar to beer. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, Everyone uh, has their voice. And they have... Some of their opinions are very different than ours, so get another yeah. point of view. Yeah, so they're wrong. I mean, well, no, we like, no, we like them. Yeah, 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 yeah. but they're wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we want to give a huge shout out to our 100th Instagram follower, and he is at Castillo Ruben Lopez. I'll include links to all this yeah. stuff in the show notes Thanks if you want to check some of the these Instagrams friend. out. And if you want to shout out, let us know on one of our social media pages or by emailing us, or maybe be the 169th fan, wink, wink, on Instagram. No, no, you want to be the 420th. Well, that'll come up later. Yeah. So you can find us on 
Instagram, Facebook. Facebook. There's a Facebook group. group. There's a Twitter, and I've actually been using it. Ooh. The name makes sense. It's <laughs> not heat nuclear. <laughs> I assume since it was backwards that it's it has it an is. accent. French, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, it's actually now the nu- or nuclear heat pot. Pod, whatever. Yes. It's, uh, it's linked. It's nuclear linked on our pod. stuff. It's nuclear and heat pod. Don't forget, hit up that Patreon for the exclusive Patreon technical show. Stay tuned for exclusive Instagram content featuring unboxings, some giveaways. Hit up our website for all the info at nuclearheatpodcast.com. And that's everything for this week. We'll see you next week on nuclearheatpodcast.com. Bye.